Hey guys, welcome to the Purpose Podcast. We are thrilled that you are here because we believe that you have a purpose and that purpose is leading to winning your world. And so this month we are taking time to look at the values that we feel like if we build our life on, we will see revival, which is love God, love people, discover purpose, and win your world. We believe our our purpose is inevitably to win the world around us, to win it to Jesus. That's what matters the most. And so we're going to talk, this whole month we've been talking about some handles that go with each of those values because uh, the, the value for this week is discover purpose. And that can feel huge. And so what we've done is we've put handles with each one to help you carry it in your life, but also for you to help other people carry that, for you to hand it to them, whether it's your kids or your friend or your spouse, to help them discover their purpose. So babe, you tell us a little bit more about the cards and the handle for this week. Yeah, so these handles can be found on our culture cards. And this is a special resource that we've given to our winning team. Ooh, ah. If you're on YouTube, I am Vanna Whiting this thing. So good. You're welcome. Um, These cards are exclusive to our winning team members. And our winning team members are simply people who have said, hey, I want these values to not just be something that might be, you know, okay, that I think it's good, but we, they really are embodying it in their life. And so if you go through at Faith Promise, our next steps experience, where we help you discover your purpose, part of that experience is getting these cards. So today, the handle we're going to work through that helps us carry discover your purpose is our purpose affects our attitude. And I really love this Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, attitude is important to us. It is. We have an eight-year-old daughter who sometimes has some attitude. Uh Uh-huh. Where does she come by that attitude? I don't know. Um, I don't know where it comes from. Her mother. Anyway, it's like looking in a mirror sometimes, talking to myself, it just is. smaller <laughs> in form. And so we, um, one of the things I love that Pastor Chris has taught us is that our purpose is not our position. And I think sometimes for us, our attitude is developed out of our position. If you are the leader in the room, well, that affects your attitude. If you are, um, you feel like you're lesser in the room because your position may not have value in your eyes, value or worth, that affects your attitude. And really God's word says, hey, you're called to have an attitude like Christ. And he, he said, the least among you will be the greatest. We're called to have the attitude of a servant. So Zach, I would love for you to just unpack pack just a little bit for us. Help us understand how God views attitude and how our purpose can really fuel ours. Yeah, I'm going to read us a passage that it's so so spot on, but I do want to tell you that attitude is what you can affect. We have such a bad habit of blaming. We have such a bad habit of saying, oh, this person did this or this person did that. Hey, You are in control of your attitude. I love something that Andy Stanley said recently. He said, for all of your bad decisions, you were there, right? There's always somebody or something we can blame, but the common denominator in a lot of our challenges is us. And so what we can control is our attitude. You're not Romans 8. You are not 
a victim, you are a victor. That's who God made you to be. And so I just want to encourage you. Your attitude is something that you can control. Maybe you don't have a lot of money to give. Maybe you're not a grandiose public speaker. Maybe you have a hard time sharing your faith with a bunch of people. You know what? Maybe the first thing for you to honor God with is your attitude. And, and you, you can control that. There, there's not any excuses for us not to have a great attitude. So anyway, let, let's go to Scripture, right, and, and give us a reason. So I'm, we're going to look at Ephesians. Ephesians has so much about your purpose, so much about that. Um, but we're going to specifically look at Ephesians 4, and I'm going to read you 20, verses 24. And so this is Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, so Ephesians, and it says this. Now that, uh, uh, sorry, that, however, is not the way of life that you learned when you heard about Christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth and that is in Jesus. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self in which is being corrupted by deceitful desires, listen, and be made new in attitude of your minds and put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. This is huge. And so actually, I just have a question for you. And th this is worth writing down and asking yourself maybe every day, maybe a couple times a day, at least once a week. Does your attitude, the way you think, all that kind of stuff, does it look like the same it looked like before you met Jesus? Does your attitude look different? Does your outlook, because he says, he says in Corinthians later, that you're a new creation. The old is gone, the new is here, right? But the enemy would love us not to experience transformation like it talks about in Romans 12 too. We're transformed because we have a new attitude and we've been given a purpose that so matters. So, hey, babe, if I could just put you on the spot. I know we didn't talk about this. Oh, good. But how you... you you have an attitude that really affects rooms and stuff like that, by and large, for the positive. Uh -huh. um, but so, how, how do you do you natural or sorry do you intentionally think about your attitude? Is that natural? How do you have an attitude that you would say represents the new self that Jesus made you to be? Well, you know, an attitude is just what you believe reflected in your behavior. Mm -hmm. It's your way of thinking, and so when I when I am operating with an attitude that positively affects the environment I'm in. It's really because I have been thinking in and of the things of God. P48, right? I've been on the P48 train and um, thinking on things that are lovely and righteous and holy and believing the things that God says about me. However, there are moments where my attitude reflects not so much the Jesus and it can negatively impact a room. And it's because what I'm thinking is not of God. It's not Philippians 4.8. It is things of my old self. So really, maybe pride or I'm, I'm stewing in anger and frustration. I feel unseen or unheard, which is not true because God sees me and God hears me. It might not be amongst people, but that shouldn't affect my thinking, which hurts the space that I'm in. So when it's negative, my negative attitude comes from not thinking of the things of God, but my positive attitude comes from thinking of the things of God. That's so good. And uh, I really, I think the only thing I remember from psychology in college was they talked at one point about the Oculus Menti, like the your mind's eye, what you see in the world. 
And Ra- Rachel referenced the uh, P-48 train, something that Dad talks about, the P-48 train, which, gosh. It's I, so good. We've heard hundreds of his messages. It's probably the most memorable thing. But P-48 is talking about Philippians 4.8. And it says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. It's exactly what Rachel said. Your, your attitude impacts your, or sorry, your thinking impacts your attitude. We talked a couple, couple podcasts ago about your ants, your automatic negative thoughts. Uh, but either way, we, we want to make sure that we're keeping these short and tight and challenging. So here's my challenge for you. Rachel may have another one, but I want to give you something that I do every day. And this highly impacts my attitude. And so in my, in my journal, if you're on YouTube, I'm going to hold it up. But in my journal, every day when I'm doing this, I have two sticky notes. And these sticky notes have scripture on it that I pray every day. And so one of the two that I've paired together is I pair together 1 Peter 5, 7, which says, cast your cares on me. Jesus says, cast your cares on me because he loves me. Or Peter says, I cast my cares on you because you love me. So I take a moment, and whatever is stressing me out that day, and I think stress me out, whatever's giving me anxiety, whatever's making me sad, whatever's bothering me, I give it to him. Then right after, I pray James 4, 2, which says, you have not because you ask not. I make a transaction every day. I make a transaction. God, here's the things that are beating me up. And God, here's the things I'm asking you to manifest in my life. And I'm telling you, it's a game changer. So that is that again, it's first Peter five seven and then James four two. I want to challenge you this week to do it at least three times. Make that transaction and it will impact your attitude. And your attitude will impact your purpose, which is to win the world. And so, do you have any action steps you would add to that? You know, I think what would be really helpful is that exercise that Chip gave us when we talked about those ants, is is capturing those automatic negative thoughts and writing them down. And so, write that automatic negative thought down that you have, I'm not enough, or, you know, there's, we're not going to make it, or whatever it is, and you capture it and you question it. Is there some truth to it? Because you know what? Sometimes there is truth to those thoughts like, I'm not enough. Of course I'm not enough. There's only one infinite thing in all of creation, and that is God. And so what I do is I take, again, after I question it, I replace that automatic negative thought with the truth. And so you've got to go to God's word. You've got to find that truth. And so like to that lie that I'm not enough, no, I'm not enough, but... God uses the not enough to exemplify his glory and his splendor and his majesty, his provision, his strength is made abundantly clear in our weakness. And so I can tell the devil every time he whispers that or every time I want to tell myself that I'm not enough, gosh, yeah, and isn't that amazing? Because I'm not enough, I am favored and blessed, abundantly provided for. Thank you, Lord. I can then respond in gratitude and excitement and joy instead of fear and trepidation because I can't accomplish things on my own because I have a good God. So really that would be my challenge is, hey, are we praying these things? Are we making the exchange, not just of the things that worry us and receiving the things of God, but are we taking the things that are untrue and exchanging them for truth? Yes, it's huge. Guys, the attitude of Christians should be different. 
It should be different. Because our thinking is totally different. It should be so different. I'm telling you, it, 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 should, it should just be different. So I pray that wherever you're walking, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, that people would see you're different. Whenever we're getting sat down at restaurants, I always ask the hostess, hey, how you doing? And she says, he or she says, I'm good. How are you? And I say, I'm amazing. And I'm t- I get so many heads whipped around and looked at me. I want to be different. Mm-hmm. And I, again, that may not be your personality. That's fine. But I love what Paul says. Um, I think it's back in Galatians. And he, sa- he says, you know, no, I'm forgetting where it is. But he says, there's a, the, the test. Is there a, the test? Does your life look different mm-hmm. now that you're with Jesus? Either way, we, we could yeah. talk about this. Attitude matters so much. For you to discover your purpose, you have to know that our attitude, uh, or sorry, our purpose affects our attitude. Let your purpose, your identity in God drive your attitude. We want to encourage you to walk out those action steps. We believe you're weak and your world would be different because of it. We love you. We believe in your purpose. So let's win the world this week. <laughs>